What up, world? And welcome back to another episode of the Seeds of Success podcast. It's your host, Colin Walters, and I wanted to talk today about some questions that I've been getting when it comes to running and endurance and training. I know I had uh, made a couple posts on my Instagram and TikTok, which you can follow me at Coolin2322, Coolin with two O's. Um, but basically, what had happened is I, I basically didn't run this year. Um, and that, it was due to some injuries, and it was due to plantar fasciitis, which I was literally dealing with since last December, early January. And then I got some hip injury that to date, I still have no idea what was going on. Uh, but I wanted to talk about some of those injuries, what I did, how I overcame them, and what I am currently doing that is working for me, and some of the things that I did that were different and that I had not done before that helped me recover and that helped me get back to a place where I am now safely and healthily training again and I'm feeling really good. So with that, that's the quick background. Um, step one, the planner, right? That, that is that, that fascia that's on the bottom of your foot. So if you've ever experienced like this super sharp burning pain in your heel and it feels like you're walking and basically getting like stabbed in your heel or your foot or like right in um like right where the arch would be in the in the bottom of your foot you probably have dealt with or are dealing with plantar fasciitis um i don't know if i'm even saying that right plantar fasciitis fasciitis people have said it differently i don't know but anyways um point being it is super inflamed if that if that's happening the fascia on your foot and so I tried everything honestly I tried not running for a week and then I went back and that thing came right back uh, I tried not running for two weeks same thing came right back and it's basically like the worst time that you will feel it is right when you get out of bed and you'll step down uh and take your first step of the day and you have this sharp shooting deep pain in the bottom of your foot and it hurts it'll get a little better and so something that I was doing was you know walking it off like warming it up in the mornings and then going out for the run where it would kind of go away but kind of not and then it would just progressively get worse after that so I got to the point it's always been very hard for me to not run and it's always been very hard to take time off um but i decided that i was going to take a month off and then it was after a month of not running that and it still wasn't getting better that i was like wow something is is wrong here and so you know then i started like you know youtube google everything that i could find on on plantar fasciitis and what to do for it um you know i had my little ice uh, water bottle in the freezer and I, every morning I'd get up and roll it out that they said that was something good good to do I, I got this like strap this like a toe strap that basically you put it around your toe and then um, it like straps up to like your knee area and it is like pulling your feet and your toes back and you're supposed to wear it while you sleep um, I tried that for one night and said, okay, I'm not doing this. Um, props to anybody who uh, continued to, to use it though. And, and it pro probably works. I, I don't know. Um, the point I want to make though, is that I tried all these things that I was researching that I was getting referred to do. And honestly, the only thing that worked for me was going completely barefoot. 
And I know that's not the sexiest thing. I know it's kind of weird. I know that it it can be uncomfortable, but I am, first off, I've had those Vibram toe shoes for quite some time, and I am a firm believer that um, those toe shoes and utilizing your feet allows you to actually get to the foundation of of your body and and actually using your feet how they were designed to be used and so it wasn't until i started doing everything barefoot i was doing my workouts barefoot walking around the house barefoot i was mowing the lawn barefoot i was basically doing taking laps around my neighborhood barefoot and i'm talking every day like i unless i had to go out in public and wear shoes i was literally barefoot and I know that Shelby, my fiance, could attest to this, and she gets uh, uh, super weirded out by how much, how many things I was doing barefoot. But I am just the biggest advocate for this because it is the only thing that worked for me. And I'm sure that so many people have had different experiences, you know, with with other remedies and uh, you know some of these other things that I mentioned having worked for them. However, this is the only thing that worked for me. So if you've tried everything and you're still trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, what's wrong, and you can't find that solution, try barefoot because it worked for me. I still do it to this day. I am, I I continue to work in different exercises specifically to strengthen my feet. And the reason why I'm such a firm believer in this is because I believe that I got to the root cause and the root problem. And I believe that problem to be that my feet were not strong enough and were not developed enough to handle the the training that I was doing and to handle the amount of miles that I was putting on them. You know, we get into these shoes that cram our feet on an everyday basis. And I won't, I won't get into a, a whole thing here, but um, I would say like the first thing that really opened my eyes to this was the book called Born to Run. You can go and, and learn about the Tata Umaras in, in Mexico and the Copper Canyons who run basically barefoot for, you know, miles on end every single day in, in the mountains. It's it's super eye-opening, and um, I, I would highly suggest that book for any and all runners or anybody interested in running. Um, but basically, that's, that's the belief that I have formed based on my own experience that my feet were not developed enough, not utilized enough, and not strong enough to handle the training and the mileage that I was putting on them. Therefore, that's why I was having those problems and those issues. Therefore, the solution to my problem being to develop stronger feet. And so I have also gone to the length of I wear Vivo barefoot uh, shoes. And I have two pairs now because I am such a firm believer in them and in the barefoot movement. And they're basically, it's like you're walking on the ground. Um, And you know, they probably don't look the coolest when you're out and about. I, I think that they actually look pretty fine and I've gotten used to them and I wear them everywhere. Um, I still do run in Hoka's currently, but I, you know, quite frankly, I just haven't tried anything else. I did just order some Nike Pegasus because I wanted to try out some less cushioned shoes and I'm just a huge advocate for bigger toe box in, in the shoe that you wear. Um, so that's what happened. I, I did not run because of this issue for probably six to seven months. 
Um, maybe eight, like it was a long time. And I was super frustrated, especially for somebody that loves to run. I was doing everything else that I could. I was biking every day. I was on the stair stepper. I was working out in the gym, doing my hit workouts, like still doing everything that I could, just not running and then developing my feet strength on the back end. So that's the first thing that I, I thought would be helpful since I was getting some of these questions about what was going on, what did I do, and, and how did I resolve these issues. The second thing was this hip issue that I had no idea what was going on. I had finally resolved this planner issue. Then it was this hip issue. And I, you know, same thing like YouTube, Google, researching. I got sick and tired of doing it. I was just spending countless hours going in circles. I, I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And so I decided that I was going to go to a massage therapist. And I was like, I don't know what else to do. I was reading this book that said um, that they scheduled two massage appointments a week. I'm like, you know what? There's something I haven't done before. Let me just schedule this thing. I, I hear that it's good for you. So I scheduled this deep tissue massage. And long story short, it was not the it was not exactly what I needed. She did refer me to a a chiropractor because I mentioned that I was interested in some chiropractic work. She referred me to a chiropractor that I took it upon myself to then go call her and schedule an appointment. Um, you know, I it is not cheap. I invested some of my my money in, into this and time and dedication to trying something new that I had never done before to hopefully get a result I hadn't achieved. And so that was kind of the basis of what I was doing. And so we went in, long story short, we did some tests and found out that my hip flexor was not firing. And so I think maybe like six, seven weeks of doing some um, re some adjustments, some micro adjustments, um, with the, with the tools that she had. And, you know, I, I basically were trying to just, um, increase the communication between my neurons and the connectivity, but that's what I did. I, I went there and, um, you know, through different exercises and through adjustments. And then we did this every time I would leave, we would do a 15, I would do a 15 minute walk around the block in order to like cement the work we just did and in order in an effort to change the biomechanics of how I was moving because at the foundation the root cause was seeming to be that I was moving improperly and therefore we were trying to readjust back to neutral and then be able to then cement those motor patterns in with the walking that I would do immediately after that and so Ever since we've done so planner and then hip issue and I am back to training and I feel so good. I have been extremely disciplined and patient in getting back to mileage. I started with a 30 minute run on my birthday. No more, no less. 30 minutes on the dot for my 30th birthday. I um, have not been running back to back days. I think there's like one time that I did back to back days and that was after like three or four weeks back getting back into training. I have slowly and incrementally increased my mileage. It, it, you know, like I'm used to doing long runs and I'm used to being out doing trail runs and, um, you know, I've done ultras and, and marathon trainings. And so like, you know, I know that I can do those things. I have done them in the past, but it's, it's this like humbling experience that I am going through right now that is, 
uh, requiring me to have discipline and patience with the process and stay persistent in it that is allowing me to continue progressing successfully to getting back to training and it has been it, um it, it's been awesome and it feels really good to have these efforts paying off and so i just that that's where i'm i'm at with everything i have a a big 2023 um race lineup for next year i mean this year i literally i did zero races and that is something that i am not used to i love race day i love going out and competing i love going one-on-one -on -one with myself and it is just something that brings me so much joy i was able to go out to some races that i had some friends competing in and take an active role and participation in helping them and and being around race environments like i still love it and but next year's big we have uh Austin Marathon in February, which I am just crawl, walk, run method to that thing. Um, and so I am just taking it easy. I have no plan to PR. I have no plan to go push it. I just want to go out, have fun, and execute on 26.2 miles safely, coming out feeling good and healthy. And so that is the plan there. I have a, I have Eugene Marathon in April, end of April, where that is where I'm going to be pushing. And that's where I'm, my aim is to run a sub 257 marathon to qualify for Boston with a, a BHAG, a, a big, hairy, audacious goal there to qualify for New York City Marathon, needing to run a sub 253, I believe it is. And so that's what I have in the marathon scope. And then I have Ironman Coeur d'Alene, June 25th. So those are the big three. And then I just put my name in the hat for... A, another race that I will share if when the the timing is appropriate something I'm super excited about and so be on the lookout for that but those were a couple things that I wanted to address I was getting some questions I know that I had posted about it on social so if you had questions that you hadn't asked me about that's some of the background of it happy to answer any further details about my line of thinking whether I'm right or I'm wrong I don't know what I can tell you is that what I have done to get to where I am right now this year has worked for me and so with that um, I am house sitting and I hear the dog getting all fired up right now so I'm going to cut this off but I hope that helps somebody let me know if you have any questions this is Colin Walters the host of the seeds of success podcast and thanks for tuning in to another episode. See you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Seeds of Success podcast. I hope you found this to be valuable and enjoyable with some actionable takeaways that you can implement into your daily life starting right now. If you did enjoy this episode, can you please do me a huge favor and share it with one friend? Just one friend is all that I ask. And if you could please leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Coolin2322. That's Coolin with two O's. And you can follow me on YouTube by searching my name, or you can click the link in the show notes below. As always, ladies and gentlemen, keep planting, keep harvesting, keep sowing seeds with positive energy one day at a time. And I will see you on the next episode.